taking a break from my little queen deep dive. Not like I need a break from queen. <laughs> They're like this little bug in my ear that's always in there. But as much as I love music and queen and, oh gosh, Beck, Bjork, and there's so many artists I want to talk about and so many songs I want to pick apart, I have to occasionally go off the track and venture into other things like technology and wellness and emotions and human psyche and a a little bit of everything (laughs) together. Today, I wanted to talk about social media. Yeah. I've been thinking about it a lot. And I'll be honest, I don't have any notes or anything in front of me. Usually when I'm doing a podcast, I like to have some reference to remind me mostly to not forget a certain highlight or fact. But in this case, I'm just going, I'm literally just talking as I think about this stuff. For my job, and I work in communications, which means I have to be connected to social media. I have such a love-hate relationship with it, honestly. It's very powerful, but that's not necessarily a good thing, as we're all well aware at this point. But at my job, I recently wrote a blog about why it was necessary, especially now, and being that it's a new year and it's a good time to do it, to revisit your social presence where you are, why you started a channel there or a profile or whatever, and if it's worth keeping it. And the reason I wrote that from a professional standpoint is because there's only so much you can do without a massive team of people to do it for you. If you're doing everything yourself, which most people are, unless you have the money to pay (laughs) a lot of people to help you, it's a big animal to handle social media because if you've used it at all, then you know that the audience is different on each channel and these channels are not meant to do the same thing. Some of them are meant to be more conversational. Others are meant to be super quick moving digestible content that comes and goes in a flash. Others are meant to be a little bit more reflective and a little bit deeper. And some of them are like microblogs, such as Instagram. So there's a lot of different ways to use these different channels for a variety of reasons, but it's probably not ideal for you to be everywhere. I started social media. I started social media. (laughs) I'm talking like, yeah, I started social media. No, no. I, I started using, sorry, I started using social media in, uh, it was sometime in like the mid 2000s. I think it was MySpace. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, that was so great. You customize your page. You could put music on it. I went to town adding in images and sparkly text and it was so fun to give it a theme and an identity. And then it just totally shifted, right? Nobody thought it would disappear and then the unthinkable happened. And it's still out there. In fact, I was using it for a while, but I I ended up just nixing it because I just, I, again, I couldn't maintain all of it. There's so many channels out there. But it's fascinating because that was my first foray into social media. And before that, I was primarily on forums. You guys remember those? Where you actually went on and posted in a topic about something and people would chat back and forth. It was sort of like a chat room, but a little bit more static and not as immediate, obviously. Although I was pretty active on some really populated forums. So 
I sometimes it felt like you were in a chat room, even if you weren't. But I still visit a lot of forums, actually. I, I like them because it gives people a chance to have broader conversations, longer conversations that you can get some great solutions to inquiries or troubleshooting and all that jazz. It's one of the reasons I love Reddit so much. But yeah, I used to be primarily on forums and then social media came along and I joined MySpace. And then of course, one of my best friends started using Facebook while she was in college and the rest is history. But a lot has changed on social media and it's very hard to want to be anywhere sometimes, isn't it? Don't you guys feel it? Don't you feel that kind of like, ugh, with everything going on and just that consumption of stuff all the time and and the constant push notifications you get, even when you're not looking at an app or, or you, you thought you turned the push notifications off, it's really frustrating. I can't tell you how upset I get when I get some random push notification on my phone from an app that I seldom use. And I know they do that on purpose. It's very strategic. They're a business. They're, uh, they're advertisers. It's all about the money. And that's the problem. It's all about the money. It's all about that base. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that whole song. <laughs> but hey, she made bank with it, didn't she? <laughs> if I know enough to think about it when I'm thinking about that. Anyway, tangents. I'm sorry. What was I talking about? I was talking about social media. Yeah, it's all about the money. And it didn't used to be. Or maybe it always was, and it's just really apparent now. I don't know. But it's very disenchanting. It's very, it's very much a bummer. And it, um, it just makes me take pause about where I am and what I'm doing and if I want to keep using things. And I, I have to stay on top of this stuff for my job. It is my job to understand how it works how it can be a benefit, and how to explain it to people who would get a benefit out of using it. That, that is a big part of my job. So I have to be knowledgeable about the, the classic platforms, the new ones, what's trending, what's coming. And it is fascinating. I'm super fascinated by the evolution of technology and how it's connecting us. But at the same time, again, it's that double-edged sword of, oh man, I'm really getting inundated now with stuff I just don't need. So I'm actually really glad that there's a few platforms that I've gotten away from and there's others that I've become more invested in and there's still others that are much smaller that I really like to explore because they're more about art or about design and graphics and they're not just a bunch of thoughts out there or, or you know, incorrect assumptions and nastiness. It's it's tough, man. It's really tough. And I remember a few years back when people started fighting about things, you know, publicly on social platforms and it mm, it hurts my heart. It just hurts. And and so I I have to shelter myself away from it. I am I am that kind of person that if I know too much, I get overwhelmed. And I feel kind of helpless and it just makes me despair. But I also like to be in the know. So it's, it's a difficult situation. I do like to know what's going on. I like to be very aware. I'm super inquisitive. Can't help myself sometimes. But it's hard to know what you know. And then you got to take a step back and take a breather. So I'm very picky about where I am and how I use things. And 
and how people can contact me too, right? I, I don't want to just be totally open to everyone, although that's hard too, because look at what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm sharing stuff with the world and that's an exciting thing. I've always liked the idea of being empowered to share an idea or an art or a performance or an inspiration with people this way. It's really freeing. It's, it's really empowering and it feels good. So my hope is that when I share stuff like this, it does help people to understand that one, you're not alone if you feel the weight of social sickness. <laughs> and two, it just, transparency, if we can be more transparent about the way this is affecting us as a, as a society, I think that's important. Because I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little bit of a reality check with social media. We've been in this golden age of social media for a number of years, and I, I think we're getting to the point, and it may have even started a few years ago, where it's kind of reared its ugly head, and we're starting to realize that it's not healthy to be doing this all the time. But it's also been a bit of a necessity, I guess, right? Because of what's been going on and we've been very much glued to our devices and our computers for so much of the last, <sighs> I can't believe it's been almost a year, you guys. I actually did a video. This is totally not related to this topic, but I did a video back in March or early April last year after everything started happening. And it ended up being this 15 minute long little just I was just talking about everything going on and what I was feeling and what was happening. And I should just publish it because it's an interesting little flashback to just the emotions of the time, where we all were. I don't know about you guys, but I was super freaked out because it was so unknown. I think a lot of us were. And it just, that manifested itself on social media too, where we 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 bonded so quickly over this threat. And then we're so fickle that we just turn around and, and start attacking each other so fast over the littlest things. And sometimes it, sometimes it's with total merit and other times it just, you're so frustrated. It just comes out. And we're so empowered when we sit behind that keyboard or on that screen and nobody can see our face. You know, nobody can point a finger and look at you and attack you personally. It's all through a screen. So there's this sense of protection that we have, which is kind of unfortunate. That's why we we desperately need to be talking in person as much as we can, as safely as we can, and hopefully more and more we can start doing that again. But yeah, I was going to say something else about that, about being empowered, knowing that you're forgetting about the human on the other end that you're talking to. It's such an easy thing to do. Oh yeah, I was going to talk about Reddit. So Reddit is actually one of the platforms I really like. And... I do appreciate the that you can pretty much re remain anonymous there. It's it's nice to have that option. I know a lot of people who've, especially when they do AMAs, celebrities that will come on and and do little Q and As with people. It's it's cool to to get that that interaction with them. But yeah, you know, most people they just they stay anonymous on there, and it's it's a it's a great way to be very forthcoming and transparent without feeling like you're really exposing yourself, I suppose. But it's it's cool to read the stuff from people on there. They're very well-educated and very well-spoken. I'm always surprised when I read some of the responses in different 
subs from people that you don't expect. And then all of a sudden somebody comes out with a super enlightening or super educational post and you're like, wow, I actually learned something today. So I don't know. There's a lot of good stuff to find out there on social, but it's, it's also... It's also a place that you can get sucked in and just fall in and and then before you know it, half your day is gone. That's the sad part. I, I am very I'm very torn on the idea of throwaway content that has no it's just it's just mundane parts of our day that are not really worth anything. But at the same time, I appreciate celebrating the mundane because I know what it's like to not be able to have that that much loved mundaneness. <laughs> When you're going through something that's tough or you're dealing with an autoimmune disease thing like I've dealt with and and you you don't have the pleasure of enjoying the mundane of the day, you know? So I get that. I understand. And I suppose with everything going on that we've all dealt with, celebrating the mundane together is perhaps something to, to hold on to. Anyway, I've gone on a little bit, but essentially with this, what I was trying to get at was, yes, there's a lot of noise out there. And it's a good idea to maybe consolidate and purge and eliminate the noise and the filler that you don't really need, or at least limiting the amount of time that you devote to it and getting back to real life. Is this the real life? (laughs) Life is song lyrics. I'll tell you what, it really is. Challenge me. (laughs) And on that brighter note, I think I'll end this rambling. I just had to change it up and throw a little something else out there that's not music or not queen, but still part of life and still part of something that I think is relevant to a lot. So that is it. I will be back again, probably with some more queen next time. We'll rock and roll. (sighs) In the meantime, keep yourselves alive and enjoy something that is worth celebrating. You know what I'm saying? Awesome coffee. That laugh from your kid, that moment when you walk in the door and you see your favorite face or, you know, your little furry friend or that favorite snuggly blanket, the rock out moment in the car, that beautiful sky at the end of the day. Does anybody else love that deep twilight teal, black and teal sky like I do? Ah, gorgeousness. All right, guys. Be well.